Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tiger. This episode is with Alan Strickland. He is just one of my best buds and comes on the show to actually to hash out something that we may never agree on. But uh, as always, thanks for listening and thank you to all the Patreons and people that show just moral support by sharing kind words. It is all incredibly appreciated and if you have an extra dollar a month, being a Patreon person is kind of what makes this possible. Also just sharing it, social media and word of mouth. Lots of love and here's the show. Right, Alan Strickland. How goes it, brother? Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Um, so the whole impetus for this is last night we were, we were gaming, and me and Kenzie were like, "Hey, man, if if you're in the dating game, you should you should remove some of those photos of you and women from your Instagram." Because I mean, me and Kenzie at least believe it, and like a couple people, but there's there's a good argument against it. Believe that men and women can't really be friends without at least some sort of sexual tension in most cases. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like. Uh, to continue from last night, pretty much, uh, I disagree. I think it's totally contextual. It's absolutely contextual, dude. Um, there's like uh, insecurities and jealousy that goes along with it. But if you're already in a relationship and depending on the terms of your relationship, yeah. you obviously don't want to exceed the boundaries. No. But like if I'm looking to date and I see a girl who's like has a picture with a bunch of guys on her Instagram, I wouldn't care. You be- wouldn't? Nope. Here's I don't care. So like your girlfriend's like, hey, I'm going to go out to a bar with a guy friend. You'd be like, you'd be like, yeah, that's cool. You'd be like, oh, that's just my insecurity coming out. Uh, yeah. So uh, Tira would, um, uh, when God, when she was hanging out with her, um, uh, with her friend, uh, I went to high school with the guy. But yeah, they'd hang out. They'd go to the bar and whatnot. I didn't care. She would bring me food and whatnot. And if she <laughs> brings you back a burger, I'm gonna play Call of Duty. Bring yeah. me back a burger. Yeah, I mean, like he would like try hitting on her and stuff. What? And, buy her drinks and buy her food and whatnot she would turn down the drinks but she was like yeah if you're buying food and she'd bring me the food oh my god yeah so like i i used to care about that kind of stuff and i realized that it's such just it's such a wasted emotion because that feeling of like oh my god is my partner gonna do this or do that like it just oh my god it kills you but you can trust them as much as you want i don't want a bunch of guys hidden on my partner yeah but that just means you have an attractive partner yeah, no, which is super awesome. But like, like if I'm out in a situation like hanging out with a bunch of women, they're all hitting on me. Like I can turn them down. But like being a partner of someone who like if I'm around a bunch of girls flirting with me, like if I was Kenzie, I'd be like, why are you in that situation? Like, do you want a girl's bunch of girls flirting with oh, you? Totally, like it dude. comes comes to the thing of like, do you not feel like sexually or attractively wanted right. in a relationship? Absolutely, dude. And again, like I said, it's like it's totally contextual. Like, why totally. would you put yourself in that situation if you know what the outcome? If you have that, excuse me, if you have that desire mm-hmm. and um, you're putting yourself out there then you probably shouldn't even be in a relationship in the first place before you figure yourself out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, nevertheless, you know, depending on the terms of your relationship, you shouldn't put yourself in that situation unless given otherwise, right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, hell, uh, when I date, it's not like I go out and uh, just go meet a bunch of women. No, I'm a social butterfly. Hell, I don't care who you are, how attractive or how unattractive you are. I'll talk to you. Mm-hmm. And for the record, 
the women in my Instagram, those are mainly family members and yeah. my brother's ex-girlfriend. You got to be worried about those. I'm pretty sure the most common kind of porn is incest porn. Oh, my so God. Incest, huh? <laughs> no, I don't remember where I heard that fact, but as soon as I heard it and like, you know, like, I mean, everyone sees porn um, on Reddit and stuff, but I'm like, there is a lot of stepbrother, stepsister and shit like that. I'm like, why? Yeah, why? yeah. Like when your stepmom stuck in the washing machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's like, I think it's just the easiest way to like, and now it's kinky, even though it's the same actors, you know, they're like, fuck yeah. it, let's just say that. No one watches the plot of porn. Do you I, ever watch porn and actually watch it, or do you skip around? Okay, I absolutely skip around. I don't know what guy actually does, but <laughs> no. my, my ex-girlfriend, one of my ex-girlfriends, she would watch the whole thing through. No! Yeah, it's Are you crazy. Serious? Yeah, dude, and she would just, you know, do her oh, thing for so God. long, I'm like, oh my God, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Masturbating is not worth it after about five minutes. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. You're, you're, what, what, what was it? Your strokes per minute? Your strokes per minute. I hold by that. I think, I'm like, I think if you had to jerk off and you could only stroke like one time per second, <laughs> I don't think anyone would be able to come. It'd be so slow. <laughs> Uh, calling me a jackass. I don't know. It's quicker than that. <laughs> no, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to like wine and dine myself. Uh, like have a nice night with myself. You mean to tell me you don't like candles, dude? You don't get the scented candles going. Oh, the Chardonnay. Pour wax on myself. Oh, dude, that's go the, the whole best, nine miles. Man. Oh best. my god, if you've never done it. No, but so to get away from uh, super kinky sexual fantasies and shit. What do you What have you been up to? Oh, You're an organic chem. Yeah, I mean, God, I'm fucking losing my mind. Busy burning your eyeballs out. Oh God, yeah. So uh, what happened there? Were you not wearing goggles? I was absolutely wearing goggles. All right, um, tell it, tell it. I always, <clears throat> before I start the story, I always wear protection. I always review uh, PubChem the. Um, the uh, the chemical database to review the molecule the compounds I'm working with just in case if something happens I know what to do but given the situation that happened last week I was in the lab and I was synthesizing a compound in a reflux basically um, I was cooking hydrobromic acid to make some other compound but um, I'm doing it and I'm, I'm working in a fume hood with my goggles and gloves, etc. I'm working in the fume hood and um, I noticed that the temperature got too warm in my um, <clears throat> in my solution because I had it on a hot plate. So I said, okay, well, I need to, you know, separate. I need to remove the heat source, right? So as I'm removing the heat source and letting my stuff cool down, my eye starts burning. Well, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't totally like, you know, freaked out. I kept my calm because when I, when my eye started burning, I looked down at my hands and I saw exactly what was going on. I comprehended the second my eye started burning. And pretty much what had happened is I had, um, I had dissolvable hydrogen bromide, which is like a very strong acid. And, uh, uh, I knew since I was cooking it, it was emitting gas. So I, you know, went and talked to my instructor. I said, Hey dude, I got, I got some, gaseous hydrogen bromide in my eyeball and he was like oh my god <laughs> yeah, I'd be so freaking the fuck out yeah i you know normally it feels like my finger or something like i'd be like okay well that sucks but i'm definitely gonna yeah. wash the shit out of this right if your eye you can't play call of duty as well no i cannot play call of duty man i can't even do anything my strokes per minute would be all off. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. Yeah. it would just be all off uh but yeah it was um it was actually a really intense moment because when when I realized what was going on, I didn't know what to think except for get my get my eye washed out. I ended up washing my eye out. I had to go to the health clinic, do this and that. They had to check my. Um, we did a saline. We did a saline dye solution to make sure my eye wasn't burnt. But bromine, if you get pure concentrated bromine on you, 
dude, those burns are one of the nastiest types of burns, chemical burns you can is get. Is it like a lye burn kind of thing? Uh, Why is that scene from Fight Club where they he puts on a Yeah, scene? yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, lye is super, super basic. Um, uh, but uh, bromine is acidic. very acidic. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. When you're at, when you're looking at the periodic table, the further bottom right it goes, the more acidic the con- or the the element is. Oh, and then you know, top except the left, noble gases, except the far right. Yeah, the noble gases. They're you know they're inert. Yeah. They're just they're they're noble. They're fancy, yeah. uh, but you know there was there was this so whole. You're, th- so you're freaking out, pissing your pants. And you <laughs> yeah, poop everywhere, dude. And, and <laughs> it, it was just God. Uh, it wasn't my fault actually. It was that we have bad fume hoods, mm. and uh, we're really pushing to um, to actually get a new laboratory because yeah. our laboratory is old and our school is underfunded, and it's just oh, it's just a big yeah, LCC. Get your shit together. Yeah, right. I mean, the science division, man, they're really trying, and I respect the hell out of them. Um, but God, yeah, it was the, it was a fume hood. So nevertheless. You know, I didn't lose my eye, thank God. Thank God. But your face is fucked up from all the acid. <laughs> um, the funniest story actually involving acid and uh, shit in my eye is I was in a, at a music festival called Guitarfish down in California like oh, th- yeah. four years ago um, in July. And so I take two hits of LSD, which I've only done one other time after that. And it went so bad, I'll never do it again. Um, but I took two hits of LSD and I put sunscreen all over my face because it was a little bit like middle of the day, sunny July. It gets into my eye. Oh, I my haven't God. started peeking yet. And so I'm walking around. I'm like, I found like one of those uh, things that people like wash their feet with and stuff. So you like pull up the handle and then mm-hmm. whoop, and the water comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pouring in my, pouring in my. I don't have a shirt on. I just have a hat and pants. So the guy, like some people walking by, I'm like, hey, can I what, rub my eye on your shirt? I got sunscreen. And the asshole's like, no, dude. I'm like, I in my head, I'm like, you asshole. But he mm-hmm. didn't know the situation. Mm-hmm. He didn't know I was about to start tripping. But I was like, I have 30 minutes to make this better. Or else I'm not going to be able to like function super well. So like get this out of my eye, and this is going to be just a hell of a situation. So I was yeah, like, fuck this shit. Sweat. Ended up working out. Yeah, yeah. Sweat, sweat burns are when you when you get the sweat in your eye, um, mm-hmm. especially when you're um, you know feeling a little dehydrated for some reason. That like that as sweat. those kratom users do. <laughs> that sweat burns so bad in your eyeball. Yeah, which is weird because your, your tears have salt in them. Yeah, I don't. I don't. The body's weird, dude. Body's I just, a weird. I don't thing, know. We're dude. alien, man. I mean, we're aliens. That's all I can say. But There's no other way around it. Get getting getting sunscreen in your eyes is the worst. Yeah, I've definitely done that once or twice. So, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do after org chem? Like, what, what's what's your goals in life? Uh, studying owls for a living. <laughs> yeah, study owls. They're pretty cool. Actually, I was watching the show The Colony, which I'm super pissed that it's canceled. Fuckers. But um, yeah, I was listening, and they're like in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, you know. And <laughs> I started hearing an owl, and I was like, oh my god, oh, oh, that, that's a bar. That's a great horn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I mean, you know, the internet came out, but you know, what I'm going to be doing after organic chemistry is this microbiology. I'm so close to graduating at this point. Nice. But, um, dude, it's just like, phew, phew. you ask like most doctors, you know, their uh, their opinions on organic chemistry, and they're just like, no, no. Some people get yeah. it, other people don't. But dude, it's stressful. I'm on, that's the only class I'm taking because it's just like, dude, holy shit. I, I don't know, research, research, and making stuff. Sounds pretty appealing. Mm-hmm. No, it sounds cool as hell. I mean, I was kind of working with a researcher for a while. I'm like, damn, this would be cool as hell. But there's so much red tape. It'd be almost cooler to be like an independent researcher, like a, a private researcher rather mm-hmm. than like, okay, I have to apply for grants and federal grants and then I have to give the university half the fucking money. Yep, they got to get their cut. It's ridiculous, dude. It is ridiculous. And then you don't really have credibility unless you're hooked up to a university, though. Mm-hmm. And specifically, uh, in, uh, like OSU is like a OSU. research institution. Yep. So yep. I'm like, fuck that. That is a horrible thing. And then the worst part of it all is that they they roadblock 
the regular people seeing the studies. Like a lot of studies, mm-hmm. you need to buy the mag- the art, the journal, which can be like a thousand dollars a month. It's uh, that shit ain't fucked up. It's pretty uh, corrupt. I don't know. There's a lot of corruptness in our education, uh, unfortunately. And so, like, now, because uh, uh, because there's no federal funding to education, uh, the states are relying more on the students. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the students, it's like, dude, okay, most of us don't come from, you know, a silver spoon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a weird way of, like, keeping money with the rich because, like, oh, you're rich? Then your kids, or you're, you know, you have rich parents, you can go to a good school. Mm-hmm. Like, I know someone... Um, <clears throat> who graduated with like a lot of debt, but I mean, she's got a PhD. And then, um, I was like, see, that's an, ex- like a, like a, it was weighing heavy on them. So I was like, that's a good example of why education should be free. You shouldn't have to pick between being well-educated if you're poor or not like, like they had an opportunity to go to uh, Ivy league school. I'm like, why would you not take it? And mm-hmm. other people will be like, well, they didn't have to go there. I'm like, fuck that. If you're smart enough to go to an Ivy league, money should I not hold you back. Go to an Ivy league. But then imagine yeah. being a hundred and some odd grand in debt, dude. Yeah. So like if I was going to, uh, uh, I'm, to- I'm, lately I've become way more conservative, way more Republican actually. All right. And, uh, the whole thing about it is you're like, all right. Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. I come from a family of Islam too. Blah blah. But anywho, it's just like I, you know, you 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 earn, you know, you earn your keep. You you are worth your value was what you're paid, right? And so, like, if you want to go to an Ivy League school and end up going into X amount of thousands of dollars into debt, I mean, you better hope to God you're not going for some stupid fucking liberal arts or, degree. Or hope that Bernie wins. Yeah, we'll right. it all for us. But at the same time, I'm against corruption. Like a true, yeah. like a true capitalist is against corporation yep. because like, how does that, how does that benefit the, the American middle class? It's just, it, or <laughs> it, it, it definitely against crony capitalism, like crony corporations capitalism. being able to pay the government to make the rules and right, just right. benefit them. And the government has tried countless times to actually prevent crony capitalism from happening and they did put some big roadblocks on the uh, on the uh, railroad building uh back in a long time ago but anywho yeah. so again crony capitalism proceeded through and actually said fuck you guy they, they fucked everything here's the thing dude so i'm not like socialist doesn't like everything should be socialist i'm like a free market capitalist for everything mm-hmm. except healthcare and education like the things that like because if you if you have free market capitalists like healthcare, one person could buy all the treatments for cancer and then bump up the prices mm-hmm. like like that asshole who did that with the AIDS. With AIDS, oh yeah. dude, he's my favorite. I love Martin Chicrelli. Yeah, but I still. love Martin. Chicrelli. No, he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. Um, it's funny. I actually want to write a love letter to him in prison. I was That's... his inmate number in Manhattan jail and everything. <sighs> Here's the thing. Oh, Here's the funny. thing. Can I explain Martin? Because yeah, I watched absolutely. all his YouTube videos, and I'm like, that dude is fucking awesome. So there's an old AIDS medication for this. It's not all AIDS. It's like a specific complication of AIDS that like 1% of AIDS patients gets. Mm-hmm. And it was, the, it was like from the 1960s or 70s. So it's way outdated, but there's no money to create a new one because not very many people have it. So anyone with any amount of insurance can get it for free, but he bumped up the prices because all hospitals technically have to carry a jar of it and the insurances pay for that. So he's getting in a lot of money that he can then use toward researching a newer drug. And then, I mean, he gave, I think 60% of people that like, didn't have insurance, so he would give the drug to all of them for free. Anyone who emailed out to him or his company and said, hey, I can't afford this and I don't have insurance, he'd send it to him for free. Oh, touche. Um, but he was just using it to to jip the the insurance companies in the hospitals by making them pay a boatload more just yeah. to keep one in stock and they expire every month or so. Oh. So he's like, it's a way to 
create funding for new. So he went to jail for um, fraud. He he took about like millions of dollars in investment and he put it in a different place than where he told them to. Mm. He actually returned the people their money and more. They all, but it was technically he didn't do what he told the the people he was doing with his money. So he went to jail. But I'm like, I don't know. He's not a bad guy. I didn't know that. And he wasn't the EpiPen guy. EpiPen person's different. Mm. Who made it from like twelve bucks to a thousand dollars? Like that's shitty. But I'm sure there's a rationale behind it. Yeah, sure. I didn't. I I don't know. I but spoke too soon. I didn't. I actually no, did not know about that. that. He's the America's <laughs> most hated man because he acted like it. he he was like the perfect picture boy for bad pharma. Big pharma's like, oh, he's raising prices on a life saving drug. Mm. But then it's like you listen to the rationale you're like i don't know i'll buy it mm. you know if there's a medicine that hasn't been updated in 50 years mm. and of course there's no money in it because no one has it right right you got to find the money somehow and of course I, i'm all for taking money from insurance companies fuck insurance <laughs> companies man <laughs> yeah it's all a bunch of baloney it uh the, yeah the whole thing um the whole thing about the healthcare too it's it's i think everyone should have insurance if you can't afford it, you should still be able to, you know, get your body fixed. But, you yeah. know, at the same time, you know, if you have money and you want to buy some insurance, you know, buy some good insurance, yeah, buy better. your, buy your yeah. good insurance. There should still be private insurance, but right. everyone should have the basic, like, oh, I'm hurt. They should. So that's what I'm saying. We need, we need a free market capitalist state except strong social welfare systems, like things that keep people from dying. From not from not having thirty dollars from in, for insulin <coughs> stuff. Your like, strongest chain is uh, are your <coughs> weakest link. The weakest link is yeah, it definitely affects the chain. So I'm like mm-hmm. yeah, like I I really think we need some strong social like just because we need to take care of each other. Yeah. we're all out here alone. It yeah, fucking yeah. sucks. There's been there's there's been a lot of individuals in the past who have really tried to say like hey you know I'm not trying to steer away from this whole idea of an of this you know utopian America, but like hey we need to help out we need to help out the people who are like you know in the working class and below because and they're disabled the ones people all these people yeah we need to we need to actually do something like uh, george w um george hw was junior george w right was senior but he was actually a decent guy um after reading about him i was like oh he actually junior or senior senior the, the old the, the first one yeah yeah because the second one sucked yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah i don't i don't know i don't know so much about him but yeah you know he was uh he definitely looked out for like disabled people and this and that so yeah. it's interesting uh because I don't know, man. I almost believe a 9-11 was an inside job from Bush purely because they tried to push the Patriot Act through like, and, and get all these like surveillance and all these different things. Didn't work, didn't work, didn't work. 9-11 happened, then it worked. And then now we have all this mass surveillance and the Patriot Act. So I'm like, that is very yeah, yeah. suspicious. I mean, do you have a camp? Do you have like a piece of tape over your No, over your I'm lens? not hiding anything. Just the fact that I'm like so public because of my show and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't think the government's always out to get us, but I think some things like that definitely happen. Yeah. So that things can things yeah, can progress. You know, uh, I always have I always have like a, a piece of tape or but like not over your phone. But I when I use my phone, I always really put, put yeah put my finger That's over the funny. camera and the uh, and the microphone. But it doesn't matter, you know, because like uh, I was no. I always like um, I, I talk to myself a lot. I say a bunch of stuff to myself all the time, and I always see ads coming up on my phone. Yeah, no, that know, happens with my with the whole hernia thing. I only talked about it, and I didn't even do any research. Uh, looked I have I didn't look it up on my phone. I looked it up on my laptop. Right. And I saw like, hey, look at this super durable mesh for your her, uh, hernia. I'm like, Alan okay. got a hernia in a nut sack, everyone. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, we, we went and worked out, and he he, he had a scare though. Yeah, it was uh, no bueno. Painful too. Uh, really painful. Apparently, you know, there are some guys who get like a hernia that's like the size of a baseball. I'm like, oh, I can't even feel it, and they're poking out their intestines. Oh I but, showed you that really big hernia, right? Where yeah, it's like did. the huge. Yeah. I mean, that's mad. It's like yeah. the size of a basketball. Yeah. No, I doubt that guy was in any pain at all. But actually, the smaller, oh the smaller the hernia, the more painful it is, and especially in the inguinal, that it's just. 
Oh, almost in your leg kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. That day I came over uh, when the term began, dude. God, my balls were, like, on fire. I had, I had pain in my lower back shooting down my legs. Oh. It felt like someone, like, was squeezing my balls. And I was like, oh, my God. Is it better now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Pain it's fucking better. sucks, dude. Dude, pain sucks. And I actually told Tiger said this. Um, <clears throat> we gamed so hard at the end of my winter break. Yeah, and... But, um, you know, I was sleeping. He would come over. Um, I was just, I would just stay up all <laughs> night and sleep all yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, um, but yeah, Tiger would come over and uh, we just, he'd wake me up and say, hey, dude. I'm like, where? Do you want to get some game on and do some stuff? And he'd, yeah, sure. So, you know, you after. Call duty for six hours. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we played so much. But uh, one morning or afternoon, he said, uh, he's like, dude, it's crazy. When you're not feeling well, like, you don't normally wish this, but when you're like injured or something, you're always just wishing that you wish you could be healthy. But when you are healthy, you never think about it. Yeah, you have a million other things you want yeah. in life. But yeah. And as soon as something goes happens, wrong, you're, like, oh, you're just like, I, I just want to be normal. Mm-hmm. It's almost right. like a gratitude meter that, like, it fulfills your gratitude mm-hmm. meter immediately. And then as soon as you get healthy, you're getting like, fuck it, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to be injured or sick again. No, yeah. Something I've noticed, dude, I don't get sick since I've started drinking Kratom. Like, the past three years, I haven't gotten sick in a fraction of the time that I used to. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Uh, I've gotten sick a couple of times. Uh, I've thrown up quite a bit, and that's actually because of the nicotine, I realized. Oh, yeah. I've thrown up from those nicotine yeah. zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've thrown, I've thrown up from them on multiple occasions. My head will get super dizzy. But, like, as being, like, sick, sick, no, I don't ever really get sick, sick. Except no. for you know, I don't know. Did you know that Lysol um, has, uh, is one of, one of the one of the viruses that it kills is the human coronavirus? I thought that was really? funny. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so spraying Lysol around is a good thing? Yeah, I guess so. Dude, it's kind of scary. It's so funny seeing those headlines on Reddit and places being like, "That's totally a plague ink thing," <laughs> like something you'd see pop up in that game. Mm-hmm. I was telling Kenzie because she has it on her phone. I'm like, "You should start a virus called coronavirus." And just like take a screen, start it in China, and then take a screenshot of it and post it to Reddit. Get that sweet, sweet, juicy karma. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is. It is kind of well, <laughs> the scariest part of it is definitely like you know China's lying about the number of people who've died. Oh, of course, it's fucking China. I bet a hundred times as many people have they oh, yeah. said like oh twenty died. I bet two thousand have died. Well, in the United States, where are the where are the reported cases of uh, coronavirus occurring out of the whole United States? I don't even know. Are they West Coast? Good, thank God. No, no, no. That's where they are being reported yeah. cases of. Thank them. God, they're not here. They are here. In the in the east coast, on the west coast, west coast, yeah, they're on the west Where? coast. The coronavirus, so, uh, 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 Washington and California and Arizona. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna have to stop doing shows. It's kind of fucking scary because but it's just like a really strong flu. Only twenty percent of the people who get it die, and those are like old, sick people <coughs> with pre-existing heart conditions. That's good to know because mm. that's not really us. Well, I mean, I don't know. I've been kind of, I've had to go on my doctor about like you know some heart things and so it kind of worries me to be honest with you um but at the same time i mean like hey if it happens it happens i guess yeah. but i'm generally a pretty sanitized individual it's such a shitty way to die is get really sick and yeah. just start puking and shitting yourself and yeah your yeah heart goes out yeah i mean god if it's ever if that's ever the case just inject me just with the purest of h <laughs> just put it all in my veins please and that's i'm okay with that yeah you know a lot of i don't know i think that opiates are awesome opiates are the coolest they are the ever. best and like they're they're physiologic they they they're designed 
quote unquote designed to be the best for you because what you yeah. don't feel anything yeah. you literally don't feel pain you just feel euphoric all the time and they don't injure your liver kidneys stomach right it's anything. the it's the uh, um the acetaminophen is what's the dangerous and so yeah. like but you know outside of that you know we all know that you know things in moderation blah 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 but yeah. but like, i mean kratom's like such a weak opiate but it's weird to think like we have opiate addictions we both have an opiate addiction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, so I'm... sick. Opiate addictions are cool. <laughs> kids, any kids who are listening, go find as many opiate. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, God, I remember when I got my wisdom tooth pulled. Uh, fuck, uh, they are my all of them were compacted, and it was just so painful. And my doctor gave me so many Vicodin, and it was just so awesome. Really, I don't like those very much. No, I got I'm... strep throat. I got ten double strength Vicodin for having strep throat. Jesus. Yeah. And they gave me amoxicillin. That got rid of it. Um, and I took one, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And I'll try taking two to see what it feels like. I'm like, I don't like this. I like the feeling of Kratom more than double-strength Vicodin. Mm. Like, I felt it. You, you almost feel numb with traditional opiates, but mm-hmm. Kratom, you feel euphoric, which mm-hmm. I like more. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. So uh, the doctors, I've... I got a really bad earache the other... Uh, like a week ago or so. Yeah, I think another scare. I think you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, God, twenty twenty has been such an interesting year, dude. First, uh, well, I think it was like the f- the 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 first of the year. Um, I got I realized my whole hernia situation. Then I ended up getting an earache. I got sick after I got the Kobe after died. I got the acid in my eye. And yeah, yeah Kobe Bryant died. Dude, that was, he's the biggest celebrity who have died in the past yeah. five. No, I've never seen something as big as this. Uh, David Bowie. David Bowie was huge. He's pretty big too. Um, there was. I remember when um, I would go downtown. There were always people. You know, the day he died or whatever. Um, there was like tribute everywhere for him. Yeah. And yeah, my mom. She. I, she was talking about Kobe Bryant like all day and actually oh. really bummed her out. And I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, well, yeah, that sucks. The I sad mean, part's that the daughter died. That's fucking yeah, sad, dude. Yeah. But here's the thing on Hulu, the night that he died, there was a movie, The Life and Death of Kobe Bryant. I'm like, how did they have that video made in a day? That's fucking nuts. What? Yeah. That night, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to watch it. But the funniest thing about, uh, not funny, but you know, like the Ironic. most crazy, yeah, the craziest thing about his death is eight years ago, one of his fans in 2012 tweeted out, Kobe, Kobe's going to die in a helicopter crash. And it was like from a fan Twitter account. And it's because Kobe would take helicopters everywhere all the time just mm. to practice and back to pick yeah, up his kids yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So they just like guessed it. And then a bunch of people put it on Reddit. And the guy was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't, fuck, I did not mean this. Right. Like, that would be crazy to tweet out how, like, the person you love, like, that made me tweeting out, Kanye's going to die with, I'm not even going to say away. Yeah. He's going to live forever. I love that man. No. Um, and then he actually dies that way, like, eight years later. I'd be like, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I mean, like, uh, I, there was when um, when Ryan, I think his name was Ryan Dunn. Uh, he was part of the whole CKY crew. Yeah, um, got, yeah, yeah. God, that killed me because I grew up watching those guys. But uh, I remember uh, listening to a listening to some podcast or whatever, and someone, someone, I think maybe part of their crew or just part of the podcast crew, they said that, yeah, oh, um, he, uh, Ryan Dunn's gonna die drinking and driving. Well, you know, people are like, oh my God, he predicted it. But it's like, okay, hold on. Hold the fucking phone, mm-hmm. dude. He always drank and he was always driving. Yeah. So it's like yeah, I know those you know, things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Kobe Bryant, like oh, he's gonna die in a helicopter crash. Well, how many times does he fly in a helicopter? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, twice his, a day, yeah. right? His the uh, the statistic of him actually getting hurt in a helicopter crash is almost little to none. But yeah. if he was to go out, Every, that's the whole thing about monks dying. It's called Mahasamadhi, which is the fifth level of um, the samadhis, I believe, where it's you just meditate and then you leave your body. You don't die. You leave your body. So you go and you tell all your students, all right, I'm gonna die tonight today or in the next month or so 
and then you die while meditating. But I'm like, well, if you spend 12 hours a day meditating and you die meditating, is that that crazy or is that just like odds? Like it's something that's bound to happen. But do you think there is like a thought you can think where you can die by meditating? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Dude. Yeah. Or do you think it's just like an odds thing where it's like, well, you're bound to die if you do it all the time? Uh, I, that's well above my pay grade, sir. You kidding? Your pay grade is going to be 300 grand a year, baby. <laughs> Ever since you said that, I'm like, that's the funniest thing. I would love to make 300 grand a year. I yeah. don't even know what I'd do with that. I'd make a movie. Yeah. I would. I, shit. If I always thought that um, uh, once I become a gazillion millionaire, um, I would do a lot of social programs. Uh, I would push kids through school. You um, <laughs> Yeah, right. Son now, of a bitch. Uh, I would, you know, if there was a, if there was, you know, a kid who wanted to do this in life and, you know, it was in my alley, up my alley somewhere, I'm like, yeah, hey, um, I will pay for your four years of college or, or your remainder four years of college, whatever. Um, if you come work with me, yeah. that is the deal. And they said, okay, the cool. sickest fucking thing to be able to help yeah. people like that. Yeah, straight up. Like, hey, dude, I will get you through. And you and I together, we're going to do some badass things. Yeah. We're going to go to the bottom of the goddamn Mariana Trench. And mm-hmm. we're going to go find some bugs that we've never seen before. That'd be cool, dude. That would be very cool. It's weird that we don't know everything about our planet. It seems like everywhere's been explored. But then you hear explorers talk about it. Uh, one of them went on Rogan a while ago. I actually messaged him on um, Instagram. And he reached out. Like, he kept messaging me back. Like, nice. Like, Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's cool yeah. when... when pretty famous people do that yeah yeah um and he's like no there's definitely places in the world like northern myanmar and like stuff where like humans have borderline never gone mm. and i'm like that's so badass that you could still be i mean obviously people mm-hmm. have never gone there because it's all oh, crazy impossible to get there like so dense and stuff wow but i'm like dude it'd be myomar what is that that's that's thailand right or yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it may not have been myanmar bali or wherever mm. it was but i'm like dude that'd be fun to go over there mm-hmm. for a couple months yeah yeah totally i mean dude He's, could you just like imagine being at the bottom of the ocean and you see this like gargantuan like sphere thing coming at you out of nowhere with all these lights yeah that's hot. you know i'm telling you dude like if we can go to the bottom of the ocean and discover new things with all the crazy technology there's aliens dude i'm just <laughs> down at the bottom of the ocean yeah right i'm just thinking about us it. like we're people yeah. and we're at the bottom of the ocean and something gained the technology to come and look at look us up uh, i was talking to i don't know shit about shit when it comes to physics you know the basic things you yeah. know um but uh action reaction shit yeah so this we we're talking about uh special relativity and uh well me, I wasn't talking, I was just listening, being having my mind blown. Um, they were pretty much saying, like, your, you know, your perspective is the same as someone's perspective, um, even though that you two think might be uh, saying, no, you're wrong, I was doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you both are actually correct. So, like, yeah. you know, um, I, I can't even quote no, what the hell they're saying. Answer. It's like someone hold, standing between us holding up a, a clipboard, and on one side of it's a green paper, and on your side's a mm-hmm. red paper, and you said, what color is this? And mm-hmm. I say green, you say red. Right. And it's like, we're both right kind of thing. So yeah. like an example like that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, here we're talking about these things, and it's just blowing my mind. And uh, uh, Kevin um, in, the, in the Science Resource Center, uh, he was like, yeah, so pretty much after you explained the whole, like, you know, time and this and that, he was all, you know, at the end of his whole spiel, he's like... In the end, we truly aren't, you know, the center of the universe. I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I've always thought about that. But, I mean, God, oh, my God, I saw this video on Instagram, dude. <laughs> this yeah. guy, he had, like, pantyhose over his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he has a vape pen. And uh, the caption underneath it is, um, uh, imagine showing this to a 14th century uh, peasant. <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy with his, you know, with his, you know, pantyhose over his head, yeah. he takes a hit of the um of the vape and he blows it all out and it's because because he has the uh, the mask on just all the smoke just comes tumbling out of his whole face oh dude. nice 
fuck, dude. I wanted I wanted to show you actually prior to the show, but yeah, Angry Vet. Um, he's on Instagram. Uh, he's he's so cool. Uh, he will actually. He's one of the other. He's one of the individuals who who's like famous who actually I reach out to, and mm-hmm. he responds to me. It's cool, and it's really cool. I'm like, dude, hell yeah, because I appreciate the hilarious quality uh, content that he puts up. It's quality, and he has like. I don't know. He has, he's developed a huge following. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I like it. Um, the reason why I thought about that is because what you're saying about, um, uh, the guy who you messaged on Instagram and he actually got back to you. Yeah. I, 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 I do. I love that. Some I just famous people that. just actually like have the time to respond. I'm like, that's so, cause you know, they get so many like, yeah. Oh yeah. Messages. I know. Right. I know. Right. I always think about those, like, you know, um, uh, I always think about, beautiful like beautiful girls on instagram like how many messages they get a day but oh. i remember reading some like some headline about uh uh one of one of the instagram girls actually started dating one of her followers oh wow and i'm like wow score yeah right i'm like wow good for you guy well there's two crazy things that happen one is that like porn stars will go to conventions and just like fuck their fans Oh, that's and awesome. The second one, there's totally a subreddit. I'm not even going to call it out, but there's a subreddit where people will hook up with other Redditors. So, like, people do go, like, hook up with their fans. Like, like, like people who are, like, Reddit porn stars will, mm. like, fuck wow. other Redditors. So, like, Whoa. hey, I'll be in Toronto whenever. I'm like, wow. That's awesome. Tell that's me an, after the show. <laughs> 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 there's an interesting fucking community, though. I'm like, wow, like, good for some people. And I'm sure someone was just like, dash, she's hot on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to reach out. The whole thing is, so I'm, I posted one really, that one really good uh, looking picture of when I was doing model photography of mm. the girl. And I got like a thousand likes because I used the right hashtags. Mm-hmm. So many of the comments were just like moderately inappropriate stuff from people who clearly didn't speak English. Oh, so yeah. I, I imagine, know. It's hilarious. I imagine a lot of the Instagram girls get like, oh, you hot. Or yeah, something. Right. Or just the random misspelled right. like two words. I'm like, Right, oh. right. Yeah, I know. And then it's so funny on the comments. God, it's so funny. You just you see their broken ass English them yeah. trying to say something sexual. And it's just like, I like you want me. Yeah, right? Just sit like that. I'm like, dude, Christ, man. Yeah, it's like, what, you, what, what productive, what, what are you trying to get done here? Huh? Yeah, right. Are you trying to fuck this woman? Yeah, right. But like, you know, at the same time, you know, they're from a different country. Um, more often than not, it seems to me like they're like one of them Arabian folk. And, uh, you know, their whole thing against women is a little bit different than ours. But um, we're not going to go there. But you can see, you can see like... Um, I don't know the predation, if you will. Oh my God, you and see a, a Muslim person dibs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> what, what is your father's name? I want you to be. I want you to be mine. Uh, 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 yeah, you know, it's just. Yeah. It's crazy the different customs all around the world and how like if you were to go somewhere else like doing something like that's completely normal. I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's how it's done. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. Right, know. and then that kind of dips into the whole like topic of like uh, subjective right. versus objective yeah. morality. Who, who's right? Mm-hmm. Who's right? I mean, in Rome, didn't they fuck like young boys? Oh yeah, dude. Like, they were just like one big orgy. Yeah, Romans, what you doing? <laughs> like, I mean, like young boys, like they like mentor them, but then they fuck them. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, but like you know, that's not right. So like, wh- how does that subjective? Like, at some point, you know, there's objective morality. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, don't fuck young people. Yeah, <laughs> as a general rule, don't fuck young people. Yeah, right. But like you know, at the same time, it's like uh, uh, it's such like a delicate thing. Um, because here in the United States, we said that oh, if she, if 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 she's under uh, eighteen, off limits, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but then you go to other countries. You know, I think Can- Canada is sixteen. I think is the age of con- yeah. or the the consent. Germany is fourteen, fifteen. Uh, yeah, uh, you go into France, dude. Like you can, dude. I saw some young ass people. I mean, dude. I think this. I think this couple or this group or whatever 
I was like 14 or 15 in this bar at like 2, 3 in the morning. That's crazy. Or excuse me, not a bar. It was a club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw some women who were like more my age, you know, like in their 50s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Uh, here's the thing, dude. So I, I, I used TikTok for a minute. I had a guy on the show who was TikTok you used famous. TikTok? Yeah. Dude, no, chi- I got... Okay, so this guy made one simple video. He got 6 mm. million views and he got like 10,000 Instagram followers mm-hmm. out of it. So I'm like... All right, I'll try to talk to her for a minute. And like, there's really good girls, good looking girls on there. And then, like, you see one and you're like, you know what? She's probably pretty, she's probably 16 or 15. Um, and so I stopped using it. But one of them was this girl, like, showed how to, like, put your hands in, like, a, a, a tie with, like, mm-hmm. a belt. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, all sexy. I'm like, nice. And I'm like, she's pretty young. She's probably 15. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm going to get off this app now. But then I was like, and I know I could not have came up with this joke, but I even looked it up. I'm like, did I hear this somewhere? But then it's like, oh my God, what would, what would Kenzie and I do if we saw our daughter doing something like oh, that? Yeah. And then it's like, we well, definitely can't beat them. <laughs> no, you go to jail for that now, I guess. <laughs> no, because like if they're into BDSM stuff, like you can't, yeah, you can't spank yeah. them. <laughs> But then I'm like, that sounds like too good of a thing. It had to have existed before I said it. So I looked it up on Reddit. I'm like, can't beat kid who into it BDSM. Yeah, I'm like, please, yeah. God, don't put me on the list. I thought I read this somewhere, but then I couldn't find it. So I'm like, well, if I don't hear it, I'm going to put it on my, in my comedy routine. Yeah. Cause, but then I'm like, all right, well, I'm done using this app. But dude, someone, there was someone tweeted out there like, you should look at what your man likes on Instagram because I just saw my man liking a 17-year-old's um, pictures and then someone's like you're dating a closeted pedophile I'm like that is so much different from a closeted pedophile someone who thinks the 17 year old's moderately attractive yeah and I'm like you guys are ruining the word pedophile like, yeah you think, what, thinking a 17 year old's attractive is the same as fucking a kid yeah yeah no I know and so like that's that's the whole thing about it um, I noticed more of like a like a liberal outlook on it um, I talked to I got into a big argument actually with the girls at my uh, at my school about it uh, um, they're talking about the whole Drake thing Thing pretty much like uh, what is it called? You lead them on basically yeah. until they turn eighteen. Oh, then grooming. You grooming, grooming, yeah, grooming, grooming. I, was, I think that's gross as shit yeah. uh, for starters. Uh, but anywho, beyond that, um, I raise her like my own kid, so I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What the fuck are you trying uh, to accomplish, hey, dude? Bobby Millen Brown. Yeah. Uh, How old are you? Fourteen. Yeah, I right. Go for, you can broom them better from twelve. It's like buying a puppy compared to a one-year-old. Oh dog. my god, dude! I, it's it's so foul. But like you know, uh, when oh, so, you know being being human, you know, um, just like in the animal king, like all in the animal kingdom um once you know you hit puberty and you start you know growing those you know parts well you're ready for reproduction and so like but then it's but then yeah, like but between we, that's what years, is, that's what does separate us from from animals like that's the, the, the yeah, one right. way to rationalize it yeah. right right but that wasn't really like this whole thing about like um uh with the age i guess this is a new thing totally, to us yeah, yeah. this is a it very used to be whenever thing. you have your period it, yeah right right go. but then, i don't know so like you know uh you know, like we we're saying, like Germany is like 14, Canada's like 16, United yeah. States is 18. I, th- I thought I was reading somewhere that they're actually they're wanting to turn tune it up, actually. The yeah, age I of don't consent. Know. I don't Maybe I don't. Yeah, I like don't all those medieval medieval, medieval times, I think it was like grass on the field, play ball kind of thing. Oh my god! It's like as soon as they have their period. Yeah, but, that's so. But again, <laughs> back then, like you just want more people so you could beat yeah, the neighboring yeah. kingdoms. I get it. But yeah. now, like that is what separates us is like things like monogamy and not fucking kids mm-hmm. and not eating. You know, like, like being civilized. I do think is something we should aspire to and be more like. I don't Absolutely. Think we, should be, like, we should totally go back to our roots. Like maybe things no. were like working out more, and not sitting all day. But mm-hmm. you know, to some extent, I think. Things like that are pretty beautiful. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't ever really think about it. But yeah, I got into some, I got into some big, big heated uh, debates about it. 
Yeah. And well, I'm not defending Drake by any means. No. Well, because the weirdest thing is 16-year-olds dress up often to yes, look like 22-year-olds. They do. Where it's like, wow, you were yeah. pushing your boobs up, you're wearing makeup, and it's like, that shouldn't be allowed. Like, like parents, don't let your 16-year-old daughter right. dress up to try to attack 20-year-old like, <laughs> guys. Yeah, right. And then what? Now, all of a sudden, you're an asshole for saying for saying something like you shouldn't tell people how they shouldn't dress. It's like, okay, yeah. dude, like... Let me let let ever let us remind you that you are in a world full of horny ass men. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, dude. That's the whole thing that happened to Rob Lowe. Do you remember how he he so he got out of acting for a while and he came back for Parks and Rec? Yeah. He fucked a girl who was underage. I think she was sixteen. Mm-hmm. But he met her at a bar. Oh. You assume they're twenty one. I remember reading. So I'm like, about dude, this. that's you shouldn't really get in trouble for that. If you meet a girl at a bar, yeah. and she's clearly dressed up, like, yeah. are you gonna be like, no, let me see your ID, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. a fake ID? No, yeah. okay, let me see your birth certificate. Like, right. at what point? But he, I don't think he would have gotten in trouble for that. But he filmed it, so then he got in trouble for like in, tr- in trouble for like filming. That's right, right. Yeah. So did he end up? I mean, like, what did he end up suing the bar because that's not his fault? Yeah. It's, it's it is the bar's. Uh, responsibility. I don't know about other states, but I know in Oregon, um, if there's like a slip up, you act. You could actually build a defense uh, against mm-hmm. that because hey, it's your guys' job to, to reinspect sure people people's age. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like when you go, like um, I, I, ha- I had my OLCC liquor license and the cannabis license, whatever. Um, but yeah. as I was taking the test, I recall that. Um, you know, hey, um, here's the things you look for to verify someone's identification, right? And then um, if 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 you check someone's ID and then the next bouncer wants to check your ID and then the bartender wants to check your ID, as many people who work in the establishment can check their ID as often as they want. Oh, cool, nice. Yeah, and so like there's so many rules, there's so many like laws and regulations to protect, you know, pr- oh, to yeah. protect us as patrons and protect the bar. So mm-hmm. if a bar fails mm-hmm. to you know actually catch a fake ID, no matter how good it is, then how are you liable? Yeah. Like where, like how, how do you get in trouble? And like, you know, you, you assume that, oh, I met you in a bar. You got past all the uh, bartenders. You're not going to ask for the fucking birth certificate. Oh yeah. We're consenting adults. Yeah. I'm going to bang the shit out of you on camera if you're okay with that. That's hilarious. Yeah. The consenting adults kind of thing. Exactly. Um, along with that, the first time I ever did stand up right across the road at Mm -hmm. Lucky's on Mm -hmm. Tuesday, uh, I brought one of my best friends, Jonathan, cause he's, he's just like you where he's just a happy guy Mm -hmm. who will laugh and have fun. So Mm -hmm. I brought him, um, and he, his ID was expired. Um, and he showed the bartender, and he's like, it's expired. And I'm like, oh, well, you could give me your social security card as a joke. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, who the fuck carries their social security card? And the bartender's like, or the, the doorman's like, well, yeah, you could if you have it. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I do. I'm like, wow. why would you carry that in your wallet? I know, Put dude. it away, Yana. I know, <laughs> Put it at home in a safe. I, I know. Mine's, yep. Mine's uh, definitely in a safe. Uh, yeah. My passport, everything. I, I a good friend of mine. He, he's 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 a drunken idiot, but he always loses his wallet. God, I remember this one time oh. we were at the um, we're at the bar around the corner at the uh, at the barcade, and he had. Um, he got paid for something. I don't know what the hell. I think I, th- I think for a delayed paycheck, but he had a lot of money. And uh, he was like, hey, dude, yeah, I've been needing to get this. It was from a settlement. That's what it was. Oh, okay, yeah. And so he had like a bunch of cash in his pocket with his social security and like everything oh. else. And, you know, he kept buying us Grey Goose shots. And I'm like, dude, we're at a bar. I don't need to drink Grey Goose. Just give me a goddamn well whiskey or yeah. give me a Jameson's or anything. Yeah. But don't spend that much money on me, please, really you know. Bad. 
So I just um, feel guilty about that too when someone like, yeah, spends money and you're like, oh, just I know, oh, right? You know, I don't, please. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just like you know, if if like you and I were going out, I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, I'll buy us a drink, whatever. It's not a big deal. But the if cheapest. I was kept one above the cheapest, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, fuck. Well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna buy a friend a drink, I'm gonna buy them a drink, you know. But like you know, keep pushing it. That like you know, it just puts you in a weird situation. But point being is, he lost his wallet, and that wasn't <sighs> the only time, dude. He lost like like a couple grand actually. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I, I oh, think it was I like fifteen. So I think it was like fifteen hundred dollars to social security and this and that i'm like dude okay I kill myself to go back to the recent save, oh my save god check i know dude i'm like why would you have your fucking social security okay and you're a complete drunk. fucking yeah. ass hat i don't have any cash in my wallet i just card no i i put my cash in my pocket yeah i put my cash in a pocket i eat it and i just go to the bathroom if i ever really need cash yeah I right can, i can pump it out pull it out yeah exactly so i mean <laughs> fuck your friend's insane for carrying a social yeah, really though. I actually carry my birth certificate. The, the bar, the, the bouncer remembers, uh, remembers his social. Notices the guy. Sees him like twenty years down the yeah. line. Saw him super famous. He's like, all right, my name is Jonathan. Blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Gonzalez. My uh, social is five four two five zero three seven nine one. My mother's maiden is Gonzalez. I'm in, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. And just yeah. like that. Here's the thing, dude. I hate those security questions so much because some of them are so specific. Like, who is your childhood best friend? I'm like. It changed so many times. Or like, mm-hmm. what's your favorite? What's your favorite color? I'm like, there's no way in five years when I forget mm-hmm. this that it'll be the same. What are you right, talking right. about? And we're not fucking children, yeah, so we don't so have a favorite color. Yeah, except blue. No, I'm green. <laughs> no. but um, yellow. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, I don't like these. And then the passwords have gotten so bad. You need a capital, a number, and a, a special and character. A character. I'm like, I like them all to be the exact same and the simplest like. Thing. Mm-hmm. Not not this super complex thing, and I don't mm-hmm. like having different ones for like if I someone know. gets one of my things, they can have everything. I'm okay with that, but I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna keep that one pretty safe. You know, <laughs> I'm pissed, dude. Yeah. I'm pissed. I hate it. It's frustrating as hell. Yeah, no, I've had to I've had to remake passwords, or I forgot passwords. You know, I this and that, this and that, and it's just like okay, so now I have like a, I have a list of passwords, dude. <sighs> with like they they will be some some of the passwords will be the same. Mm-hmm. Will be will be the same like word, but then I'll have special characters in yeah. between the end and you know start this and that this and that. So like when I'm trying to enter something and I punch in my password and it's oh incorrect password, I'm like oh shit. Okay, so then I have to start thinking, to, thinking. And then you run out of tries before you get to the last one. That yeah, right. That happened with my bank account once, and I was just like locked out. I just did. I just did that. I was trying to find out my bank routing number to start paying off my student loans. Fuck mm-hmm. Navient. Fuck uh, Susie. Susie. All of those. All those credit loan payment payment places, man. That's fucked up. Your your education should be free. But anyway, so I got I got locked out of my bank account. Ah, it's the worst. But speaking, and of, you got locked out today. No, it wasn't today. It was like, it was like Friday. Oh, good. And I called them. I got yeah, dealt good, with. good, but, good. Um, yeah, getting locked out on the weekend is the worst. Because I just switched over from Chase to my Oregon Credit Union. Good. Or, yeah. yeah. And they're tight. They're yeah. sick. Oh, yeah, they are. Um, but oh, yeah. I also called up my fucking insurance, um, OHS, OHU, Oregon, OHP. Oregon OHP, Healthcare. yeah, yeah. And, dude, I was on um, on on hold for 40 minutes. Ugh. And then I lost reception. You know when your phone goes, diddle-loom. And you just keep getting the whole call hangs up, and I'm like, I'm not going to call him back today. Oh, God, I'm so I'm sorry. Because you got you to kind of give it like at least 5 to 10% of your attention to be like, you know, they might hang up or pick up at any second now. Mm-hmm. 
I know. You know. Oh, I know. I've been in. I've been in that situation. Yeah. I think the next time I do, I'll play Call of Duty with you, and I'll just have it on hold. Yeah. Kind of like loud enough mm-hmm. for me to hear it. And yeah. Game. I'm excited to go home and game, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, I started using the uh, the Famas, and uh, oh, I actually I'm actually really enjoying it. And I started using the uh, FAL. Um, it's 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 fun. It's fun. I was just I had such a bad itch to play. Yeah. And uh, until I me and Kenzie started bullying you. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, man. No, I was just like I don't know. You know, all right. I'm gonna bring that back up. Okay, yeah. so like my whole, my whole perspective on like uh, that is, if you worry about your partner cheating on you, mm-hmm. then there's there's something going on between you guys, right? There's yeah. something that happened at some point, or there's some insecurity that happened, you know, at some point in your individual lives, maybe together as a couple, who knows? Mm-hmm. But like, um, if you cannot trust your partner, you shouldn't be with that individual. Now, you should never put yourself in a situation. But like we said, it was all contextual. So like for me, if I see a girl who who's hanging out with guys and whatnot i don't really care that's why when you asked me last night how i felt if my girlfriend would you know sell her feet (laughs) on twitch that's why i was like well i mean you know my opinion on it is like who would care about that they can she can do whatever she wants yeah i'm okay with that but personally i feel like the dudes it what's that fuck other dudes hey if we're in a polygamous relationship sure but i would never be in a yeah, polyamorous no, totally. relationship. And just to back up a second, Kenzie's like, do you think I can make money as a Twitch streamer? She sucks at Call of Duty for people listening. I'm like, yeah, if you're like one of those stripping streamers. Right. And then she's like, what about if selling feet pictures? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd be okay with that. She Who wouldn't be okay with? Big gnarly fucking toenails. <laughs> <laughs> big knots all in there. She's a fucking a Greco-Roman wrestler. <laughs> No, so so that's how that came about. People who like just slipped by, like, hey, just selling pictures of your girlfriend's feet. Yeah, we don't yeah. do that. It was a joke. Yeah, but, but, but here's the thing, man. I would never do that. If if I were the kind of guy who's like, hey, Kenzie, I'm gonna go out to a bar with Jessica, I would that would be suspicious. And if I was Kenzie, I'd be like, no, that's a, that's a deal breaker. But we if we made it three years into our relationship before I ever started trying to do that, it's like, well, that's sus. Like, what, if I go to a bar with a girl, it's because I'm trying to fuck her. Hmm. You would you would just go hang out with a girl at a bar or go on a hike with a girl if they're my friend, yeah. With and then if they said to you, "Hey, do you want to fuck with no, no strings attached and no questions asked?" I would love to fuck. If you I was out. in a relationship, Alan, I want to suck and gobble that up. <laughs> you would be like, "No, I'm a better." And you're single. You'd be like, "No, oh, we're just friends, girl. I don't want to risk our friendship." Uh, well, again, like you know, it totally matters. Like I like I, t- I told you earlier, like I totally denied that one girl. Um, like she got in my bed. She got in my bed. And I'm like, I I'm not going to. I just know. Not doing it. Nope, nope, nope. Wash my hands. Yeah, but she was 300 pounds, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she smelled like cheese, to be fair. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so I just talked about this with the last guest, Malik. So I don't know whose episode is going to come out first. But what I told him was, you could be a pretty much a celebrity. And some girls would turn you down just to be like, oh, I turned down Alan. You know, but no guy would ever turn down like a really like Margot Robbie. No guy would ever be like, oh, yeah. yeah, Margot Robbie wanted to fuck me, but I didn't want to. <laughs> You'd be like, you're gay. <laughs> that is not something to brag about. <laughs> but a girl does it. Like, like apparently, like like celebrities talk about that. Like if Brad Pitt hit on a girl and she like just wasn't in the mood, she could turn down Brad Pitt and tell her friends like, yeah, I turned down Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. I know it's such a. Oh, it's so hilarious. It's an interesting. So I'm um, like. 
You I know, don't know. If Okay, if I was single and yeah. here I'm hanging out with this individual and I do have those kinds of feelings uh, and she's like, yeah, dude, I want to suck you off like a vacuum. I say, yeah, okay, I'm down, down. But yeah. if I was in a relationship and I knew that that could be the potential, I mm-hmm. would not hang out with them. I've okay. never I've never cheated on a girlfriend. Um, never <clears throat> cheated on a girlfriend. Alan Strickland's virtue signaling hour. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm true. I'm true to my... Uh, I'm true to my partners. So it just, all the single ladies, hit them up. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm with you, man. But, but exactly, like, that's the whole thing. It's not worrying about your partner cheating on you. It's just it's just being sus that you don't want people hitting on them. And you're like, well, if we made it this far, not like Kenzie and I are on the exact same page. We're like, yeah, we don't go hang out with people of the opposite gender. Like, I wouldn't go on a hike with a girl and she wouldn't go on a hike with a guy because that's just who we are. But other relationships, we're totally like, we're not telling other people how to live their life. We're just saying it's sus. Yeah, so, like, also, like, where did you meet the individual? Was this, like, did you just meet this individual? Yeah, I met and her in class, and I'm like, oh, I want to be friends with her, so I'm going to go out to a bar with her and then go on a hike the next day. Yeah, that's, like, but, like, that that's weird. Yeah, that's weird, because I'm they're, like, why wouldn't I be going to the, on a hike with Kenzie? Why would I be going on a hike with another girl while she just hangs at home? Yeah, right, you're right, 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 yeah. That's the whole thing. It's, it's you, you're picking where you're allocating your time and energy, mm-hmm. and if I'm allocating it to a different girl individual like potential you mate. Would, if she was doing that too you would feel left out oh, yeah that's the whole thing you wouldn't would feel you? absolutely if you, left if out if oh, your course. girlfriend was saying oh yeah no alan like i could i could but i really want to go hang out and, like be friends with this guy you'd yeah, be like yeah. uh well why so here dude uh this this actually this what you're saying right now happened to me and it was with uh, my girlfriend several years ago um French? this is no um Fuck, was that that was several years ago? Okay, so it was a lot longer than that. <laughs> eight years ago, I think. Oh wow, yeah. Um, yeah, it was about uh, seven, eight years ago. Uh, we started, you know, we were dating, and uh, it was cool. You know, the whole about the whole thing spout with jealousy and whatnot. She changed my perspective on jealousy, and then over time, I stopped being jealous. But there was a guy in particular who wanted to hang out with her, and I was like, so like here, I'm just out of high school. I'm you know, I'm an insecure little bastard, Hi, and I'm so. Alan. Yeah, I just, I was just like, ah, okay. You know, she's like, well, it's my life. You can't tell me what, who I can and can't hang out with. I was like, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I don't, I don't have a say in this. You know, you do what you want pretty much. And so then, you know, they would go on bike rides and whatnot. And then oh. they would go on bike rides. And I started getting kind of like, okay, this is kind of fucking weird. And, you know, they would hang out. And they were friends before us. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I stopped, stopped. I never really was okay with the idea. Mm-hmm. But... um one day she gets they go on a bike ride together and I'm in the shower and she gives me a call and she says hey so uh, so and so wants to make me uh, make me some dinner um, yeah he wants he wants to make spaghetti tonight and just hang out and I was like okay hold on pump the goddamn yeah, brakes lady and so I was like listen to yourself and uh, so I explained my logic she explained her logic we got into a big fucking argument and then she ended up not going hanging out with this guy and she said hey you know what um, after kind of thinking about everything that we talked about you're right and uh, I shouldn't. I should not have done this, this and that, this and that. And so she, I won the argument. <laughs> yeah. One victory for mankind. Yeah. So uh, she, yeah. That's she, how you know the story's fake. <laughs> <laughs> she said she was wrong. <laughs> she, dude, yeah. So she straight up, she straight up apologized to me, and uh, she she knew what was going on, right? How I felt with that. She really processed it. She was yeah. a great girlfriend. Um, but uh, later Jessica, on, if you're out there. T- me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so months later on, I was like, no, it was like a year and a half later. Um, uh, her and I, we had we had broken up already at that point. But um, I saw the guy, and uh, you know, I liked the guy. I thought he was cool. He was ex-military. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Did you ask him like, hey, were you trying to fuck her? I did not say anything. Uh, 
You I did didn't? not say anything. How would you no. not ask? So what? Because you broken up with her. I was already broken up with her. Oh yeah. yeah. How would you not ask? So the thing, what had happened was, we're just hanging out, we're having drinks, we're just talking. You know, we're at yeah. a little party, we'll just get together. He says, "Hey, dude, I want to talk to you in private." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, what's up, bud?" He goes, "Hey, man, your instincts were right. Um, that long ago, when I wanted to make Laura, whoops, I name dropped. Um, ah, <laughs> that wasn't her name. You were just joking. That was, just a, <laughs> random that was a random name, people. Uh, yeah. So um, he's like, "I want to talk to you about so and so." I was like, "Okay, okay." So. Um, I'm going to be honest, man. Your instincts were right. Um, I did want to have more than just a friendship with her. I, yeah. wa- I wanted to sleep with her and, you know, this and that. And I said, dude, hey, word, thanks for telling me, man. And he's like, you're not mad about it? I was like, hell no, I'm not mad about it, you. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took, her, yeah. I took her home. Yeah. I, I, was, I was sleeping with her and experiencing a great relationship with that individual. So I'm like, I don't care, dude. You're a guy. I don't care. Yeah. That's just like, you know. That's no, like respect. It's respecting other sharks and wolves. Exactly. And I don't want my person swimming in yeah. waters with other sharks. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And he and he looked at me. He was like, uh, you know, I think I was 19 at the time, and he was just he was just taken away. And he's like, I, you know, you're not mad at me. And I was like, No, I'm not mad at you, bud. Like, I, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And uh, one of my other buddies uh, had heard me uh, talking, talk, having this conversation with him. He's like, Wow, dude, that was the most like mature thing I've seen. Like happened because <laughs> normally you're wearing diapers and <laughs> yeah right <laughs> no, you're, no you're a pretty mature person i mean you're 25 now yeah Fucking yeah 25 old. i know dude how's it feel to be on the downhill uh doug said it was like um he's like yeah we call this the uh you know back in college uh at this time we called it the quarter life crisis and i'm like yeah, totally is a quarter. I'm not gonna crisis. live to hundred. You're your third life crisis. Yeah, you die at seventy five. Yeah, I mean, God, he's, it's not like, <laughs> it's, not right, like it's a five sixth life crisis. Yeah, <laughs> you're your midlife crisis at yeah. twenty five. Yeah, that's right. stressful. I mean, God, can you imagine that? Like your midlife crisis uh, was like you know twelve. <laughs> oh, God, uh, and you actually die of your hernia. All of your intestines going into your nuts. Oh, oh my God, and, and out your loss. butt. Yeah, yeah blood loss. Oh, day. so gnarly, dude. No. It'd be Fuck depressing. It. Yeah. Well, cool, man. We're just under an hour. You got anything anything pressing you want to bring up? Super, super. Can I tell you the coolest thing I learned lately? I haven't been able to say it on any show because yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. out of the ordinary. Of course. Of course. I looked up. Maybe I did say it on a show. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, so I was looking up um, what poison slowly builds up in your body because rice has arsenic in it. Um, that's why you wash, wash it. it. And then um, water has cyanide in it. But I'm pretty sure it's an inert cyanide. But I was like wondering why I didn't reboil water. It has really, it's easily Googleable fact cyanide in water. Um, but I was like, what's the one that slowly builds up in your body? Google said it was lead, but I'm pretty sure it was another one like strychnine or something. Um, and what I got with was mithroditism, which is slowly drinking a poison um, every day so that you can't die from it. Right? Like, okay, I'm going to have the littlest bit of cyanide today, a little bit more cyanide today, and then mm-hmm. so you can never be poisoned. Mm-hmm. And it comes from um, Mithridates, which is this king who did it because he was so – his biggest worry in life was being killed by poison, like his food being poisoned. He was like a Roman emperor. And then so how he actually dies, he's in war, and like most of his troops has died. He's completely surrounded by the enemy, um, and he, ha- he always has like a little vial of poison with him on his sword drinks it doesn't kill him so he's like walking around so it acts in his body quicker gets the blood all pumping around more doesn't kill him so then he asked to he asked to ask like his next his second in command to just cut off his head wow. so he doesn't get like paraded around yeah, like yeah, the yeah. asshole he is right and i'm like dude that's how ironic life tends to be if you're like all right i'm gonna work towards something my entire life i won't be able to die yeah. from poison and then you try to use poison to kill yourself and you can't even die from it oh, like, my, oh god. my god yeah right so oh. it's two wikipedia pages that told me the funniest story <laughs> yeah. i mean five 
fuck, dude. That's like, you know, um, I don't know. It's like you wanting to like, you know, permanently end yourself and you can't end yourself. Yeah. Right. Uh, I have a friend of mine, um, his, uh, his mom took care of people who had, who had tried to often themselves and then failed. And, uh, yeah, it was, I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I was the last kid at the time, so I didn't really fully comprehend it like I do now. But, like, fuck, can you just imagine Rough. how, like, how bad that would feel if you failed? If you think you're such you a failure? Do you think they fail because they don't really want to do it? I mean, how hard would it really be? Yeah, so uh, that's a good question. Um, I was watching this show or this movie called um, The Discovery on Netflix. It was with Jason Segal and, ooh, the, the fucked up guy from Breaking Bad. Uh, he's like he's like a total sociopath. He ends up killing the kid on the bike. Um, ah, spoilers. I've never watched Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll, I'll probably okay. Well, you ha- okay. okay. Well, you don't even have to. You, you're t- God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're uh, never gonna watch fucking Harry Potter either. So, no, no. Okay. or Lord anyways, of the Rings. Anyway, was it Jesse Pinkman? No, no, no. Okay. no. Anyway, it was some other guy. One of them. Uh, so yeah, so like the discovery was pretty much about like um, this scientist guy. Uh, he discovered that there is there is an afterlife. And so people now want to kill themselves so oh, they can okay. experience it. And he provided... This is a movie he, or a show? This is a movie, okay. yeah, yeah. He provided uh, uh, subsequent evidence to support his um, theory that there is an afterlife. Cool. And so people are like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Yeah. And people just start... Oh, yeah. ...doing it to Absolutely, themselves. Absolutely, yeah. And so, like, oh, there's 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 a chance for me to enter a different, you know, a different realm. Yeah, hell yeah, let's so take it. So bored of work. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. And it's just, dude, it was actually a really great movie because Jason Segal is one of my favorite actors of all time. He's the guy in How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Yeah, he's funny. He's great. Big funny guy. He is. Him and John C. Riley are like equally that same kind of funny. You like really John C. Like, Riley? You don't like John C. Riley? I, I really enjoy John C. Riley's yeah. uh, uh, his stuff. I think yeah. he's great, but I don't. You don't think he's like, they're just big dummies, like big grown men who act like kids kind of thing. Yeah. John C. Riley especially has that. He yeah. has, he looks funny. But uh, Jason Segal, to me, he seems like um, the awkward, um, like the awkward intellect okay. with, with, with social anxiety, but like, you know, our social whatevers uh, in the movie, uh, fuck, Knocked Up. God. I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall now. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no, that's, that's Seth Rogen and. Getting knocked and knocked up. Oh, Jason Segal is in it. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Totally, totally. And he's like a total, like just like a total pimp. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a total pimp in that show. I loved it. Yeah, Forgetting Sarah Marshall was great. And I didn't know this, but they had created a pretty much a, a wind up. Um, uh, you know how like they have like the like the DC universe, the Marvel universe, but like they actually even created their own universe, like Jason Segal and you know all the other individuals and whatnot. Oh, fine. The, the the infant sorrow, um, infant sorrow is like played, and I know in one of maybe like two other movies outside of Forgetting Sarah Marshall and they have like reoccurring it's just dude oh that's cool it is cool right. it is really cool uh, that'd be cool if 50 first dates was in because that's also in Hawaii as long as with uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall mm-hmm. like if they had the same scuba diver that like fucks the girl oh yeah like, both of them that would be funny <laughs> but, god yeah. that movie is so oh hilarious I like it man thanks for coming yeah. on the show let's Here go we'll let's go play, play some, some call uh, shipment 24-7 so no. I know how much you like it <laughs> alright lots of love brother thanks that for being here yeah yeah thank you